Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. At Mint Mobile, we like to do the opposite of what Big Wireless does. They charge you a lot, we charge you a little. So naturally, when they announced they'd be raising their prices due to inflation, we decided to deflate our prices due to not hating you. That's right. We're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. A lot of us want to give people the benefit of the doubt, especially women. What if he changes? I just need to be patient. Blah, 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 blah. Shut up. You need to focus. <laughs> How can you like enforce boundaries with somebody else when you haven't enforced any boundaries with yourself? You don't respect yourself and you expect Ooh. someone else to respect you. Ooh. That's called crazy. If you welcome people into your life to have that much access to you, you also need to give them the right to be honest with you. Hello and welcome to the Two My Sisters podcast. I'm Renee. And I'm Courtney and we are your online sisters and hosts of the Two My Sisters podcast. Now we are all about promoting the wellness, growth and development of a community of sisters across the world. And in today's conversation, we are going to be talking about setting dating boundaries, okay? Romantic boundaries, setting dating standards, okay? Standards for our romantic partners. This we have a lot to talk about because a sister set in a very juicy dilemma and I'm it's okay. in my spirit okay. to talk about it sometimes as women it's hard to mm. feel like you are allowed to set standards for yourself and sometimes it can be very difficult yeah. communicating those standards to your significant other but also living up to them yourself yeah. so let's get into this ding 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 Dilemma. okay greetings all the way from south africa oh, from s oh yo we, got to S-A. Go to, we have to go to sa we yeah, actually the have girls to. really be showing up and showing out also sisters um we're here with no makeup on because at this point if this is your first video okay fine go watch the other ones we, I mean? cute. we get cute we get cute to but honest, at this we're point still cute. do you know what i mean 100% it's we're actually so cute. true but at this point sisters you're probably watching us in your bonnet. There is a, you know what I mean? And conditioner in your sisters, hair. You know, listen, to be honest, Dave and Lucky have a wig on today. Do you know what, Do you I, mean? what I mean? In your pajama shorts. Uh, it's okay. It's we're, okay. we're at that stage now. Comfort. Comfort. And if it makes you feel uncomfortable, then you have to go back to season one mm. and just, you know, get to know us a little bit mm. more. You know, it's kind of like building that sisterhood, that comfort. Build that rapport. Imagine, you know, you're coming over to your sister's house. Imagine mm. you're coming over to our house, right? We're not going to have beat face. We're even lucky we have bras on. Do you know? <laughs> no, for real. That is actually yeah, quite, quite. But I'll be damned out. if I come on the internet with no bra. Ah, do you know? And, ugh, and then that's where somebody will come and just disgrace do you, you know unnecessarily. I mean? You're talking, you'll be talking facts. You ain't got no bra. You ain't got no bra. And you can't give anyone a reason to, especially when you go into combat like this. You can't give anybody a reason to clown you. And the thing is on the internet, if you're, you know, your breasts are not to the sky, touching the ozone layer, then all of a sudden, (laughs) so all of a sudden you're disqualified from having conversation. But anyway, sisters, that's the disclaimer. Yeah. Yeah. We ain't got nothing Hi. to say. This is our. This, this is meant is, to be our self care day. Yes. Okay. Which is why we have no makeup on yes. right now. Um. You know we're gonna get oiled up and get. Yeah, we're massage. about to get massages actually. Yeah. Yeah, because that's what we do. That lady finna have to stand on my back. As in, get your toes out, babe. <laughs> Start pressing. Because <laughs> I've got. I was you know in bed yesterday. Do you get know I me? Mean? The hardest you can beat me is in beat me up. Because <laughs> the way I was lying in bed yesterday, you know when you have to tense up your whole body and then release? Yeah. My whole body feels tense. Oh, 100%. I'm just tired. Fam, my lower back, my upper back. When she's like, oh, whenever the lady is like, you know, what part? Baby, everywhere. <laughs> everywhere. If you could touch I my soul, do, do the work. If you can, press through. <laughs> Bruh. Do the work. Because I'm tired. T4 And the reason why we're tired is not because we're tired like anything's going on. We're tired because this week has been very busy. Oh, very, very, very busy for us. We're actually about to go on holiday. Ah! But don't worry, we're we're still giving you episodes. Oh, yeah, don't worry about that. But we need to rest because our brains, our brains. But the dilemma, the dilemma. The dilemma. Greetings all the way from South Africa. What up? What up? Firstly, I would like to say that your podcast is like therapy for me and I can't go a week without tuning in. Feeling so blessed to have sisters such as yourself i am 21 years of age my dilemma is that i met a boy last october and we we decided to make things official within two weeks of initial meeting okay 
Okay. He was a gentleman. He treated me well. Mm -hmm. He used to cook for me every day. Mm -hmm. I lost my mum last year and Mm -hmm. he was my comfort. We were doing so well, but I'm a virgin and it was something I openly discussed with him. At first he said he was fine with it and I was a bit pushy. I asked him if he was sure because I didn't want him to pressurize me after a few months to have sex. Mm -hmm. He then decided that he was not willing to be with me if I won't give up the cookie. So we broke up heartbroken emoji two weeks later he got back with his ex excuse me they broke up though oh so now the problem is i miss him but i don't know if i should reach out do you think i should reach out to him and try to make things work no hey sis no Um, clear and simple oh wow i thought that was going to be complicated (laughs) i thought there was going to be bits and pieces i know you miss him but no um Personally, as somebody that, okay, you know, this is going to be a Christian perspective. I, we've told you guys this multiple times. We love Jesus. We love Jesus. <laughs> um, but also if you're somebody that, you know, believes in waiting before marriage, yeah. or if you are somebody that, you know, for any kind of reason, you do not want to have any kind of sexual activity, mm. then that is, I feel like in this generation, because sex is everywhere and sexualized things are so normalized that when you're the kind of person that wants to withhold sex, you're seen mm, as a weirdo. Yeah. But that is actually, when it comes to the way that you comport yourself physically in a relationship, to me, that's one of the fundamentals in a relationship. Mm. And it's so like hidden under the rug and it's so like something that we don't really talk about. Yeah. But when we think about things like cheating and adultery, it's often sexual in nature. Yeah. I really do think that sex and your attitudes towards sex and your attitude towards your body is a fundamental principle in a relationship. Mm. And I personally, having been through the whole being in relationships with people that are have, you know, different values or different thoughts as it pertains to sex and having sex within a relationship, it does not work. I just, I am convinced it does not work. It and for me, there were so many red flags insofar as like you've broken up and within two weeks, you've actually gotten back with an ex-girlfriend. Do, man is not wasting time. Initially, I was kind of like, oh, you know, two weeks and you made it official. He's moving fast, you know, oh, intentionality. But sometimes that's not even intentionality. That's just impulsive beautiful word exactly that very very impulsive behavior and yes he was there for you yes he's done all of these amazing things but that's what a lot of other people that love you in your life are capable Mm. of doing as well right Mm. and that's not to say that you won't meet somebody who's also capable of holding you up during you know dark times as well don't allow your don't allow the fact that he supported you through tough times guilt trip you into changing your significant values for him because it's not worth it in the long run. And when it comes to sex and the way that you perceive your body, gosh, the amount of like associated like consequences physically, mentally, of especially you being a virgin, losing mm. your virginity to this man, like in the long term, do you see yourself with him? Um, do you see yourself in a productive relationship with him? How would you feel if you potentially broke up yeah. based on the fact that he's been showing you that you guys broke up within two weeks, he's with somebody else, his, his ex girlfriend, mind you, somebody's had history with, and then they broke up again. My hunch is y'all broke up. He went to go get the cookies from her and then realized, uh, actually, I don't want to be with you. So Ooh. let me come back to you. So you're somebody's seconds. Oh my God. He's trying to have his, at least to me, I'm reading the situation as we he's trying to eat his cake. It. Oh my God. We don't want it. We oh my God. Where I'm from. Influence Keep from the devil. Anyways. From <laughs> come on. Sis, you can do better. <laughs> and as much as, as crazy as it seems in this generation, um, it feels as though there's no men out there that want yeah. to be celibate or men out there that are, you know, particular when it comes to the way that they engage with sex. They are out there. Yes. Um, so shout out to the brothers that are upholding the standard. Um, as for the rest of y'all, fine. <laughs> um, no words. No, <laughs> no words. Yeah. Um, uh, I ain't got nothing for you. Let me look at my pocket. Maybe I got something for you. I ain't got nothing for you. Um, uh, but honestly, sister, it's as clean and clear cut as that. It's mm, a no from me, dog. It's just not going to work out. Just this is the thing. Don't be um, judging the way that he's going to behave in the future based on a very particular circum- set of circumstances, yeah. which is he supported you. That's what he's actually supposed to do as somebody that you're in a relationship with. Yeah. Insofar excellent. as the other red flags that he has shown you, note them and keep it pushing mm. keep it pushing because i am telling you the consequences of sexual behavior 
particularly when it compromises your values, yeah. will have a lasting traumatic impact on Ooh. you. So keep it pushing. Keep it keep pushing. It pushing. But how and about you, Courtney? No, excellent. Everything Renee said and more. Because I think... Like you said, it's easy to think there's no men out there. And so maybe to get the, to get a man, I don't need to wait for the man mm, who is right for me, if mm, that makes sense. Mm-hmm, and mm-hmm. it's easy to want to compromise. Um, but I think anyone who gets into a relationship with you and puts you in a position to compromise your own standards and your own boundaries, especially the ones that pre-existed them, is dangerous very dangerous why are you trying to pull me out of character Mm. and also why are you trying to stop me from doing something which i've clearly said is actually important to me yeah if virginity is something that you hold close to your heart and you attribute value to or you attribute some kind of meaning to that's who you got with i ain't gonna change we ain't gonna budge not at all and like i really love what you said about he's probably gone there and realized that you were my ex for a reason and now he's single and obviously yes you want the parts of him that were good you Mm. have all these amazing memories Mm. however there is a big obstacle in your way this ain't just a a a ick thing this ain't a red flag this is an ideological difference right when it comes down to sex and i think a lot of us talk about sexual compatibility when it comes to being sexually active Mm. but i also think there is sexual compatibility around the way you define sex and what you believe sex to mean right for some people sex is a very casual thing that's fine but for other people who you know have religious values sex is a big deal huge sex is a big deal and Obviously, everyone's ideologies and beliefs rub off on you, but you have a personal stand that you've made. Um, even if, sis, you're not religious, because I don't think you've even mentioned that in the in the dilemma. But I know a lot of the sisters listening to this probably are, and that's the reason behind their celibacy or their abstinence. Mm. Um, or simply, like you said, you've never had sex before. You might not want to do it till you, you have more security or you found the right person or you're just ready, yeah. right? Don't let anybody make you do things on their timeline and on their terms, especially when it comes down to you losing something. Yeah. Right. Come on. You're the one who has the stakes here. You're the one who is putting things on the line here. You have something that you're trying to maintain. You have created a clear boundary, right? You have, you have communicated them. And also I think it's very insidious sometimes and predatory when people agree to your boundaries and then when they get closer proximity to you because they've been quote unquote well behaved or they've been the person that they need to be, that's when they start asking you to drop mm, the boundaries. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Trying to can I just people Do you no. get no? This is a absolutely not and it, office. The closer you get to me in intimacy, it's dangerous because the more vulnerable I am. Mm. So the more you keep suggesting these things and also matched with the fear I have of losing you, the easier it is to actually manipulate me to do something I don't want to do. Yep. Right? Yeah. You need to stay on guard and alert. I don't care how many, you know, lines he successfully crossed. Okay. But you ain't gonna cross this one. Oh. Right? And it's hard. I know it's hard to as you can tell, the resounding answer to this dilemma is no, do not contact <laughs> it's this a man. No from me, dwarf. Do not contact this man. There is no ifs or buts about it. Um, but I think it's easy to want him back. And I understand, mm. like I said, you're holding on to the good memories and stuff like that. But sis, I guarantee you there is a man who will come, who will understand, who is probably on the same path as you, who will respect your boundaries, who will respect your word and respect his word enough to not push you to do something you don't want to do. And it comes down to waiting. I love what you said about women sometimes feel as though there's no guys out there for me. And they start to compromise what they actually believe and what they actually want. Mm. Sis, do not feed into that lie, okay? Yes, I mean, it's even biblical, right? Like the men will be fewer than the women and you'll have all these women. And I was reading this the other day, which is why this dilemma is quite interesting. It's in um, Isaiah. Yeah, I think it's in Isaiah. And Mm. it's talking about how like the women would start to talk to the man and be like, you know, you don't even have to do anything for me. Yeah, I will do everything I need to do for myself. You don't have to live up to any kind of standard. You don't have to be what I actually want. Just give me the status of marriage, right? And obviously there's historical context to that, religious context to that. But I think it's interesting when you then look at our generation who is basically telling men like, all them standard things, all the things that you can do to, you know, be a respectable man. And I'm not talking about high value men here. I'm talking about men who live up to their word, being integral, being, go and listen to the two, my brother's episode. You don't have to do any of those things. 
I just want to be in a relationship because of fear, because of loneliness, because of society's mm. lies and the, the images that they've erected. I think it puts us as women in a very dangerous and vulnerable 100%. place because we can easily be preyed on. And also it doesn't set a standard for men, mm. right? Or even have, it doesn't allow us to have standards for ourselves, I think. Oh, I'm starting to sound like one of those feminine energy podcasters. Oh no. I'm preaching the good Lord's works. I don't word. believe in them people Not- or what they say. Listen, even what you're saying around, like, it doesn't create a, a standard for men. Men become the standard as they mm. are. There's no work. You know, when we think about, like, women and maturation and even the fact you've highlighted, you know, feminine energy, there is a work associated with becoming a woman. Whereas in becoming a man in a relationship context, there's not much. It's Excellent. often, you know, become a man by doing all of these kind of things. Yeah. But womanhood is always... The signifier of womanhood is this becoming a woman in order to partner with a man. Yeah. So do take care that in order to become a woman that is able to catch a man, you're out here slipping on your standards because in the grand scheme of things, and I've noticed this with a lot of like my male friends, they don't compromise on their standards. Oh. They don't compromise. They don't. They don't. And they shouldn't. And having convers like having conversations with the brothers, they just don't. They don't see the reason why they'd need to compromise their standards. There's obviously, as you were saying, population as well as suitability. Standards. There's not. There's quite a few, you know, wonderful and excellent women. You know what I mean? There's a lot of wonderful <laughs> women around. But in terms of things like looks, things like character, all that kind of stuff, men do not compromise. And even thinking about, you know, some of the folks, like my male friends who have had, you know, past relationships mm. and thinking about some of their past relationships, there is no perceptible gap or perceptible drop in standards. Whereas some of you women, some of the sisters will now come and will show your relationship history. Ah, what were you doing with this one bozo here? Two? Ah, by the third one, that one is shame on you. <laughs> it's embarrassing. So really, you have a standard. Respect your own standard. Come on. And then others will respect that standard yeah. too. What are the baselines that you're setting? If you are going to commit yourself to abstinence, you need to commit uh, you need to communicate that very clearly to the people and you know you decide to engage with. Yeah. And if they cross the boundary, that's when you need to enforce it. Yeah. When they try to come up against it, you know like a Trojan horse, here, yeah. They will come presenting like, oh yeah, hi, here's the horse. And then inside is the soldiers. As soon as the soldiers start attacking, that's when you need to be on defense. Facts. You need to draw And you can't horse. give them the benefit of the doubt. When you have something that you are trying to protect, whether it be, you know, your your purity or your your sexuality your mind your future whatever it may be whatever you consider precious right mm. if you're trying to protect that you have to start believing people for what they say and what they do exactly a that. lot of us want to give people the benefit of the doubt especially women what if he changes i just need to be patient blah 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 shut up you need to focus <laughs> open your eyes and this is why it's oh, so important jokes. to also have women around you friends around you people who can see things for what they are right mm. even though your friends are going to have a bias towards you i think it's important to have people around you who are wise counsel who have a vigilant eye who can say you're changing you're beginning to allow things which you traditionally wouldn't allow D don't backpedal here don't go back here don't regress here okay you've been on this journey of glowing and growing of of growing in confidence of becoming better, developing yourself, right? Becoming more disciplined, becoming more excellent at whatever you do. Don't let somebody come and unravel that. And I think the reason why it's unfortunate is because often it stems from fear. Mm. I think a lot of men, like you were saying, men don't drop their standards because they're not scared. They're mm. actually not scared of mm -hmm. not having mm -hmm. a woman because they know they can get anybody. Do you get what I mean? Whereas women, we are scared, right? I, another failed relationship i'm 30 i haven't got a partner i'm not married yet when am i going to have kids there's a lot of fear yeah. surrounding our relationship status whereas with men i think they're allowed to have a lot more confidence because that element of fear isn't necessarily there get that like we always say this fear is the worst leader whilst it is a human response i think there is a lot of a lot to say about why fear is the biggest thing that holds us back as women from having the lives that we want in mm. every area right mm. not just romantic our relationships our bodies our minds all of it going to therapy is there's oftentimes the things that stops us yeah. is fear and you can't allow the fear of being alone to drive you to do something you wouldn't typically do 
Insane. Insane. So, sis, I hope that the answers your dilemma. Very brief answer because the answer is no. <laughs> We've just decided to unpack that no. Yeah, you just know, a little bit, a little bit a little for bit. you. But you sit there, you work on yourself, you wait, you date, you enjoy dating. You are just 21. Do mm-hmm. not settle for a man who is mad. Okay. Oh, come on. Um, or just a man that is not good for you. Okay. You don't need to settle. You're young. You're baby girl. Do you know what I mean? You've got time. Go and wear that mini skirt and you go uh, out with your friends. Okay. Obviously, keep it. Since you've yeah, decided, since you've decided to, yeah, hundred percent. So let's get into the episode, and we've kind of basically started talking about Pretty it. So much. when it comes down to like um, dating standards and p- setting standards for your relationships, yeah. let's start with the basics. How do you set standards for Ooh. yourself and for your relationship? Nice, nice. Well, if you have been listening to the TMS podcast for a while, mm-hmm. our relationships are often a reflection of our engagements with ourselves. <laughs> so if you haven't done the whole personal mission statement, if you haven't done the deep reflection, if you mm. haven't done the self-awareness that Courtney has been on this podcast talking about self-awareness big for the past, like, I don't even know two how years. many episodes. Two self-awareness. Damn. If you've been around a while and that's new <laughs> for you, then obviously you ain't been around for a while, have you? It's all right. There's a lot of content. There's a lot. There's, there's a, a lot, lot of content. content. But in terms of setting romantic boundaries for yourself, often we do the reverse, right? We kind of like, oh, this is what I want in a man. Mm. This is what I want in my partnership. But we don't set standards for ourselves. Come on. We don't understand what it is we hold near and dear to us. We Mm. don't think of ourselves as an individual stepping into a partnership. We just have this concept of partnership and then hope hope that, you know, as we are, we are perfect. And then when we get into the relationship, that's when all of these things will be enacted and enforced. So in terms of setting romantic boundaries, the first thing you need to start with is what are the boundaries you have for yourself? Mm. What are the um, ways that you engage with yourself? What about yourself is relevant to know outside of a relationship so that you are well equipped to enter one because boy oh boy the whole self-development we've spoken about this in one of our prior episodes when we talked about you know is um single a personality oh yeah and i think for a lot of women trying to Obviously, there's a lot of us desire relationships and that's not a bad thing. And there's even some sisters who are in relationships, whether they are nascent and new or, you know, you've been with. Oh, nascent. That's new. Okay. Um, (laughs) 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 I was going to go with embryonic, but I was like, listen, Uh, walking word bank hashtag articulation (laughs) okay um but yeah many of us have the desire to be in a relationship some of us are currently in relationships whether they are you know we've just started or Mm. you know we've got some sisters who are veterans in this space and it's not wrong to desire wanting to be in a relationship however when as women and this is very much tied to what we were talking about in the dilemma. When your entire identity as a woman is all about preparing yourself to be in a relationship, it becomes so all-consuming that you forget that there's you outside of the relationship and you that needs to be built before the relationship. And understanding that even the relationship in quotes on quotes is not some kind of, you know, we use it to mark time. There's yeah. the single and then I'm in a relationship and then I'm married. Yeah. There's other like particular milestones in your life that you want to be thinking about and time exists outside yeah. of that relationship. So the first thing that That's I would good. say is set the boundaries with yourself. What are you basing a lot of your values mm. on? What are your non-negotiables when it comes to yourself? Yeah. Because if you can't, how can you like enforce boundaries with somebody else when you haven't enforced any boundaries with yourself? you don't respect yourself and you expect someone else to respect you that's called crazy um so make sure that you're not a hypocrite to yourself yeah what are the things that are important to you sex is a good one to start with right we often think you know i'm a virgin and you know i'm gonna you know when i get into a relationship he's gonna have to respect the fact that i'm abstinent etc etc you're out here still watching porn have you you're, cultivated sexual discipline? You're out here still just because you were virgin doesn't mean you're disciplined. This is the thing. You're out here 
not and the thing is it's not even watching porn you're addicted do you know what mm, i mean you have mm-hmm. no sense of yeah, it's controlling you yeah but you expect to walk into a relationship and think everything's going to be hunky-dory and yeah. he's going to have to respect your boundaries but you don't respect yours mm. you're watching very very depraved things online and thinking not that depraved. everything no but let's let's feral let's talk about even. it feral. <laughs> i love the word feral, feral. you're watching feral things <laughs> online and expecting a brother to come and respect you with when it comes to sex yeah or you are having very very extremely explicit conversations with Mm. men and obviously you're not in a relationship but then expecting a man to now come and respect these boundaries when you have zero boundaries yourself is ridiculous and just to like highlight what you're saying because i think many people will hear that and think oh you're talking about respectability but you're not you're talking about when you put a boundary there Mm. if you keep towing the boundary other people will see it as an invitation to tow the boundary precisely you can't be shocked that other people are treating you are not treating you with the guidelines that you've set if you've shown that the guidelines aren't important precisely do you get what i mean so whilst you think that it's power to be able to violate your own boundaries it's actually setting an example and it's actually showing, like you said, that your your boundaries don't deserve to be respected. So we're not talking about your value as a human being. Mm. We're talking about the standards that you set for yourself. If you, Like you said, if you can't respect them, other people will have trouble respecting them. Trouble because we set the tone and the language with which people respect us. Facts. If you don't respect yourself and these are the boundaries you've set for other people, they will watch the way that you engage with yourself and yeah. kind of think, yeah, things are not much. Yeah. It's often actions that are a lot louder than words. They 100%. speak so much more. I was reading this book that talked about like body language being like 60 or 70 percent of communication, communication. Um, as well as like facial expressions and all that kind of stuff. Yeah. What you do and how you enact your boundaries to yourself yeah is going to set the foundation and the tone for the boundaries that you enact in a romantic relationship. Excellent. The next thing that I would say is, what are your actual like key values? What are mm. the keystones with which you're going to place these boundaries on or these um, romantic expectations on? Are We often talk about spirituality, we're Christians. That's a major, major thing when it comes to conducting ourselves in relationships, but also how we conduct ourselves to ourselves. Um, so I what is that. <laughs> what is the keystone, right? Yeah. And when I think of like keystone in architecture, when you're like creating an arch, yeah. a keystone is what holds everything together. Yeah. If you don't have that keystone, everything is going to crumble Excellent. and you're not going to be able, the house is not going to be able to hold or the archway is not going to be able to be mm. built because the keystone is missing. Yeah. When it comes to your keystones, your values, what are your values? Do you have any? Great. And if you want to not have any, then that's your business. <laughs> um, be as lawless as you want. Yeah. But in this community (laughs) we got laws we got rules we got values (laughs) we believe in principles and principled behavior not respectability politics but having principles that you decide yourself that's what we're talking about so what are your keystones is it you know your culture might be a keystone and you then have to decide to what extent are these like keystones going to feature in these boundaries yeah. as well because sometimes you know if you come from a culture where there's certain things you may not disagree like there are certain things you may not agree with yeah. then it may feature a little bit less again it's the whole idea of setting your own principles yeah. so it really does start with understanding how you treat yourself what are the principles that you have for yourself mm. and then thinking about how that can be transported on it onto a relationship yeah. and then when you do get into that relationship phase it's about understanding what are values and then what are things that are up for negotiation because i do think that there's a like there's a touchy space where it's like when you come together with somebody else you have to decide with that person yeah. what are some of the key values or principles that you will have together yeah so i think there's a on the one extreme we can be very like oh we don't have any boundaries we're lawless we have no kind of guiding <laughs> principles Everything. but we have all sorts of nonsense when we enter a relationship yeah but then on the other hand we can come in with these are my boundaries these are my uh, principles you have to respect me you must respect me not understanding that you know a relationship is a partnership Mm. and it's how can i partner my principles Mm. with you how can we come together and what are the foundational it's about ascertaining what are the stones and then what are the keystones the keystones cannot be negotiated but the stones can come on you were on fire that was a great analogy that was fantastic that was honestly fantastic i love that i think like you said i when you if you've been single or you've never experienced certain things before in a relationship 
sometimes you don't know what your boundaries are because mm. you've never experienced it. You've never been in that setting. You don't know where to draw the line, yeah. right? So I've heard this thing called like a green light system. Decide what's green. What is like, oh, I know I'm fine with this. Yeah. What's red? I absolutely don't do that. Do you mm, know what I mean? I good. don't do it. You don't do it. But then there are the ambers, the mm. yellows. I don't know, right? And so because we're in this relationship together and maybe I just haven't experienced certain things before. Like for example, a very superficial example with dating. When we travel, how do we behave? Do we sleep in the same room? Stuff like, I don't know. I've never done it before. So mm. let's try it. Mm-hmm. And then based on our experience, we'll set it green or red. Yeah. Or it might just stay yellow forever you know but right now it's yellow because i just don't know but i need you to understand that it is yellow which mm. means it's a mix of mm. red mm-hmm. and green mm-hmm. okay it doesn't mean i'm all for it it means we're trying it and both of us can then give a review kind of of what it is and i think having that understanding of the things that are green at some point might become red and the things that are red maybe at one point they'll become green and it's like I, I never used to like that but now I'm at a different stage of my life or maybe I'm with a different person now now it's green and this also comes down to like sexual preferences like the green light system is typically um like in the bedroom like what things what kinks, oh, kinks. do you like you know what what is okay what is you know red don't do that don't touch here stuff like that (laughs) but i think it's also applicable to life like when it comes down to my life my boundaries my experience what do i allow what am i unsure of and what do i absolutely have a zero tolerance policy on Mm. and with every person this might change and i think you also have to give yourself room for that evolution and your partner needs to give you room for that evolution but that those decisions of what is green, red, or yellow comes with a lot of communication and a dedication to figuring it out together. And that brings me on to respecting your partner's boundaries. Yeah. Because I think sometimes as women, we think, okay, set your boundaries, set your boundaries. But I think as we are talking about being people's partners, yes, it's great to have expectations for your partner, but how do you deal with living up to your partner's expectations of you? Yeah, I'm, I, that's a fantastic question, by the way, because we often think, yeah, I'm going to set my boundaries I'm again, it's all about me, bag. all that kind of stuff. But at the end of the day, as I said, a, a relationship is a partnership. Come on. So you have to, what you're giving, you must also expect. It yeah. might not be in the exact same form, but you're going to need to settle down with the fact that there are going to be some expectations insofar as communication, insofar as even sexual preferences, even so far as um, ETC. The first thing that even I Even availability. That's availability. a big one a lot of um, people trip up over. How available are you to me? <sighs> That's such a good one. Yeah. That is such a good one. Um, the funny thing is I was um, watching a TikTok. Look at me. I've been watching all the references and reading all the things <laughs> these days. Um, I was watching a TikTok of a girl who was talking about her experience dating a guy mm. and he had communicated a boundary of don't ever ghost me. Like communication is really important to me. So don't ghost me. Like we need to settle things as they come. And they must have had an argument and sis ghosted him for like two days. He He tried to ring her multiple times. He tried to text her multiple times. Like he was out here doing the most and she wanted him to be, I don't know, transferring like one P to her flipping PayPal. Oh, to get in contact. So when she's ready to now speak to this guy two days later, she realized she's been blocked on every single platform. And I was happy because girl, you toxic. (laughs) And this whole, you know, catch me if you can, can, like ghosting Mm. thing that we've got as a generation just needs to run out. Like we need to remove it ASAP, ASAP, because sis, like many of us will come in with these kind of expectations and thinking that we are great communicators. But then when we're met with a situation in which we now have an opportunity to respond to our partner's expectations of us, we become defensive. Yes. That is a big thing. Even for women, I'm talking to you, a lot of you are defensive Ooh. when it comes to somebody articulating something you've sisters. done wrong, something you've done wrong, yeah. or perhaps, you know, something that's been delivered wrong on your part. So the first thing I would say in terms of respecting boundaries is you need to be open to being corrected. Humility. You need to be open. You do not have the manual or the guidebook to perfect relationship yeah you might have been reading all the textbooks on becoming a perfect wife but you may be flopping on the relationship because relationship is a two-way street yeah yes you may be cooking all his meals yeah you may be cleaning up you know and all the kind of classic things we associate with womanhood but are you a good partner 
to him and that's the i because i was literally about to say to him he is unique his needs are unique Mm. this relationship is unique so like you said you've read all the manuals you've read all the books and all the recommendations but those things are just recommendations yeah they're not scientific Mm -hmm. because your relationship is very unique okay sorry this is a person and i think even with the whole gender stereotype right it's like oh i i can fulfill a man's needs all he wants is food sex yeah i can categorically tell you (laughs) that is not the case don't work like that men are human too they're not just man you know they're not just you know the males males they're also human beings in the same way as you know women we're very very sentient we're very like we can be there's a lot of things that we require for our optimum capacity in terms of like the way that we engage with other people it's the same for men yeah okay and especially if you've got a good one yeah got a good one one that you like a human that you like um it's important that you're open to learning that person and open to understanding what it is they require to you know operate functionally in this relationship what is it that you like what is it that you would want for me to do in this particular situation and ask questions many of us just sit and assume that you know what we're doing is fine ask questions and then ask for feedback yeah people hate asking for feedback because they're afraid of criticism yeah but feedback is more of a gauge of how well you're doing so it's like oh okay my mom always loves to say prevention is better than cure and it always is yeah a hundred percent of cases you can prevent so many fights, so many disagreements, so many breakups if you actually set up regular times to catch up and yeah. check in and say, hey, like, am I actually living up to your expectations? Yeah. Am I like, you know, behaving in a way or am I communicating Come in a on. way that is conducive to this partnership? Because yeah. it's not just about fulfilling his expectations of this idealized version of you, but it's his expectations of a functioning relationship. Again, mm. partnership is the key word here. It's not about being the ideal whosoever to whosoever. Yes. It's about how do we fit together yeah. and how do we respect each other in a symbiotic way such that this relationship can work. work. And that takes work. Work. That takes baby. effort. And I love that you started off with the humility aspect. Because even within friendships, sometimes we as women struggle. Ugh. And we as people, let me not even gen- like make it specific to women. We as people struggle to say, I'm sorry, I mm. got that wrong. Mm-hmm. Please tell me where I went wrong. Even at your workplace. When somebody, I remember the first time <laughs> they put me under review and they said, oh, we do have some feedback. I said, first of all, shut up. <laughs> don't send it here don't send it here give me the praises i'm gonna go bye um but you do have to be told sometimes you got that wrong Mm. you did something wrong that example of the tiktok that's quite scary yeah because i think a lot of us unfortunately because of the way dating has been framed for women and romance have been framed we have all fell too deeply into this belief that we should be chased some of you don't have men chasing you. You have them hunting you. Yeah. Don't do that. <laughs> don't become prey. No, don't become prey. And also don't become so entitled to believe that you don't have to respect somebody else's boundaries because they desire to have you so much. Baby girl, Crazy. you are special, but you're not that special. Come on. And the reason why I say you're not that special is you are not worth someone exchanging their boundaries and someone mm. exchanging their comfort for mm. you. I know a lot of us want to think, I'm a great thing. Any man would be lucky to have me. But what are you trying to cost that man? Yeah. You know, what are you trying to cost that friend? Because yes, you're a good time. Yes, you give good advice sometimes. But what you're expecting me to exchange for your presence in my life is actually too costly. Mm. You know, as much as we sit here and we say, your values are important. Your mindset is important. Your sanity is important. Your heart, your soul, your spirit. It's the same for that other person. Precisely. You know, their soul, their mindset, their future is too precious to have you come and derail them just because at times when it's good, you're good. Do you get what I mean? And so sis, get out of that entitled way of thinking that says you'll be able to take my BS and you'll just forgive me. Because the same way you're there reading all the books about boundaries, they should be there reading all the same books about boundaries as well. And the standards that you set yourself are standards you should be willing to live by. And the reason why it's important to live by your own standards is because you get a greater appreciation Mm. for how difficult it actually is to love you, right? And that's when you develop patience for people. That's when you develop grace for people. If we want to talk about forgiveness, forgiveness often happens easier when you actually live up to the standards that 
you have set, mm. if that makes sense. Mm-hmm. Because you know why it's so hard to fail you. Do you get what I mean? Yeah, yeah. Because you realize how hard it is to live up to your standards. Many of us don't live up to the standards that we set, but we get so mad when people don't live up to the standards that we set. But you're not mad at yourself for not living up to it. And the reason why you're not mad is because you you give yourself, and we've spoken about this before in the podcast, you give yourself more grace. You give yourself sometimes a bit too much grace. You make all the excuses. I listen, woke up this morning and I had a listen, bad start to my day. The reason day. you're not mad is because you are mad. <laughs> you're not mad with yourself because, because you're the you mad one. Mad. <laughs> but yeah, like we, we wake up, I had a bad day. My train didn't come. You telling me you had a bad day or 14 days of this fortnight. But it's not just that. It's okay. You know, having a bad day or waking up in a bad mood can affect you so much that it causes you to violate your own boundaries or to not live up to the standards that you set for yourself. So why are you so mad when someone says, I had a bad day, which is why I shouted at you and you're ready to burn a bridge? But you understand how much a bad morning can impact. So decide, is it that the bad morning is bad or that you genuinely think everybody else has to respect you more than you respect yourself this is symptomatic of what they call the grandiose narcissist do you get symptomatic do you get the whole world is out to get you i i the reason why we we just want to be honest is because i think sometimes in female communities and even in male communities because you it is an echo chamber of people who oftentimes hold hold the same opinion as you you can just leave feeling so gassed up and feeling like i'm right i'm right i'm empowered i'm right i've got all of these affirmations and i think affirmations are great but there is there is something dangerous about having too much of a good thing Mm. because it paints a false picture of reality right when it comes down to doing life like we always say life is not meant to be done alone and you're not doing life alone which means you are walking in unity with other people who are not you. They are not the exact person you would maybe paint for yourself. They have their own history. They have their own uh, hardships. They have their own expectations and their own desires. And sometimes we want to strip people away of their uniqueness Mm. so that they can compliment us the way we want them to compliment us. But baby, let me tell you something about a good old relationship. It's as much as it is a gift, it is a challenge. It is a challenge, not because it's challenging, but it's actually meant to set a challenge for you to evolve as a person. The same thing with becoming a parent. It's not all fine and dandy, right? And seeing those those hardships is not meant to make you run away. It's meant to make you evolve. It's meant to make you change. It's meant to make you grow. And a lot of us take these bumps as, I don't need to grow, I'm perfect. Then don't get into a relationship, baby. You just Stay walk alone. on your own. You just do things, do life alone. Yeah. <laughs> there, there are some people who if need to like, do life alone. If you like, be alone. You be alone, right? But it takes change Mm. to come into unity Mm. right it takes transformation for you to come into partnership with somebody i need to give a little you need to take a little and some of us because we are so scared of being taken advantage of and sometimes i do understand it and sympathize with it and i experience it because i don't want to be taken advantage of i don't want to bend at all because i'm scared you'll break me but what we don't realize is some people Mm. are actually molding us to be better Sometimes we need to allow ourselves because you don't to be molded because Mm. you actually don't see. Okay. Let's just be honest. The people closest to you see the worst side of you, right? Mm -hmm. You see the worst, the, even the worser side of you, right? Sometimes you don't realize how problematic or toxic or how unhealed or underdeveloped you are until you get into the relationship. Mm. And so when someone is pulling you up on something, that no one else has pulled you up on before, it's probably because no one else has seen the fact that you're crazy in this specific way before because they haven't had this level of proximity to you, right? If you welcome people into your life to have that much access to you, you also need to give them the right to be honest with you. You need to accept people's honesty, especially if you have allowed them to love you, okay? Mm. If I've allowed you to love me and I love you too, I should be able to believe that your honesty is out of wanting to see the best for me rather than criticism. Because I think a lot of us are scared to be criticized and and the criticism be demeaning or derogatory. But actually there's a way to, uh, what's what's the thing called? What's the thing called? When someone gives you good 
criticism or good feedback? uh constructive constructive criticism there is a way for criticism to actually be constructive mm-hmm. and the thing about constructive it's a derivative of construction it's meant to build you up well shiver me that's why i was trying to find that specific word when someone is giving damn, you constructive hold on, hold on, hold on. <laughs> did y'all beat that <laughs> damn yeah when someone is giving you constructive to the greek what do they call it etymology yeah we're going back to the roots (laughs) 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 giving it to them today but constructive criticism is about construction it's Mm. about building it's about tearing down Mm, it's mm. about re-establishing new things and that's why that cornerstone analogy makes so much sense Mm. because constructions need cornerstones they need something to be built around and to be built on and so if somebody is giving you the blessing of constructive criticism embrace it and accept it caveat though make sure it's coming from someone who actually cares enough to help you do the building yeah the issue with constructive criticism this is why i don't read the comments sometimes you ain't helping me build nothing. In fact, you actively trying to te- tear, tear me down, okay? You're not helping me build anything. Don't give me any constructive advice. Don't give me advice, period. Period. <laughs> period. <laughs> period. So when you have got those people in your life and people are a blessing to you, mm. you can see the truth of what you need to build up on. Accept it. And stop, as women, please, I beg of you, stop thinking that you are... Be- you are beyond correction, yeah. ju- especially just because you're on this glowing and growing journey. Okay. Just cause you listen to us and you read the self-help book. Like you said, you don't know everything yet. Uh, you boy. don't. And you also don't, all of those things. It's not prescriptive, to, prescriptive to your specific kind of toxicity and to your specific, you know, it's not until you, you can't read all the web MD you want, but you can't not diagnose your illness till you go and see your GP. Do you get what I mean? Damn. All of this stuff is speculative at this point. Everything we're doing on this podcast is alleged. Da- Allegedly. <laughs> and just to put into like some context, everything that we're talking about here, we being there. Yeah. Okay. We stay being corrected by, we have so many stakeholders in our lives right now, in our close circles that pull us up on our BS yeah. all the time. And it hurts. Mm-mm-mm. Okay. It's Still not even necessary. You to stop speaking to some people. Do you know what I mean? Oh boy, and sometimes you actually do. You're yeah, like, I need I'm, a day. I'm gonna just call you tomorrow. Yeah, because that was too honest. I'm not ready to process yes. this, but it's important mm. because in order, you know, the verse that says "iron sharpens iron." iron. That's gonna hurt sometimes. Mm-hmm. You know, the process of sharpening it mm. really is something that is quite painful. It's yeah. something that requires a lot of strength. Yeah. And that's something that we as women also need to understand. Yeah. You know, we're not necessarily, in order to really receive constructive criticism, you need to be fortified enough to be able to withstand the pain of it yeah. so that you can be refined into something that's actually useful. Yeah. Because at the end of the process of iron and sharpening iron, that iron is now useful. Some of <laughs> some this is going to sound harsh. Some of you guys are useless because you have not allowed yourself to go through the process of being sharpened. And that's all, folks. <laughs> you know, in Looney Tunes, <laughs> the circles will come up. That's all, folks. That's all, folks. Some of you are not being purposeful. Some yeah. of you are not working at your optimum in your relationships because they are walking on eggshells around you. Yeah. Have you? When was the last time you asked your friend, am I being a good friend to, to you? To you. The last time you asked your partner, have I been a good girlfriend yeah. or boyfriend or whatever to you? Are there ways that I can improve? It can be proactive. It doesn't have to be retrospective. Stop waiting for situations to get feedback. Stop it. Especially critical situations. Critical. Like you said, prevention is better than cure. Don't be waiting for these critical moments before you start to realize, oh, something needs to be fixed. Because by then it might be too broken beyond fixing. This is the thing. And I love that analogy about iron sharpening iron because some of us are shocked that our friends are as sharp as us. Mm. Some of us have accepted Mm -hmm. that we are the smartest, the wisest the most put together of all our friend group and we're happy there, right? So then when someone pulls you up on your ish, your initial reaction can sometimes be, who the hell are you to tell me that? Or how did I not know this before you told me? Yeah. And it catches you off guard. 
do not be shocked that the iron that sharpens you is as sharp as you, no. if not sharper. Because that's what you need, okay? Yeah. That is good. Don't let it hurt you, oh baby. It's just gosh. sharpening. Don't let it cut that you. That is good. But a lot of us do it, though. That's a true. lot of us, and we talked about it in the, I think we talked about it in the jealousy comparison, like dealing with competition. Mm. I think a lot of women surround themselves with women that they even believe to be inferior. Yeah. Quote unquote to them. Yes, so yes, that yes. nobody calls them out on their ish. And then as soon as they get surrounded by women who are making more than them, going further than them, thriving in marriage more than them, driving in relationships more than them, doing things that they would actually like to do they it, they become a threat they become an actual opponent and an issue and they won't surround themselves with people like that because those people are sharper yeah but the question is do you want to be sharp because if you don't surround yourself with dull things that's fine Bruh. that's fine but decide that that's where you want to live don't deceive yourself in thinking i'm sharpening myself especially just because you listen to this podcast mm-hmm. and the reason we kind of always emphasize that not that we are a part of the problem because i don't think we're problematic but this engagement don't be fooled just because you listen to this podcast we still need you to get some sisters in your real life Mm. to sharpen you this like i said it's alleged it's like it's theory (laughs) not a conspiracy we're living it we're living it and we're trialing it out and that's why you need to give us room as well on this podcast to change Mm, our minds mm -hmm, to mm -hmm. evolve as people because we are young we are figuring it out we haven't been through several stages of life yet you can't think that you're above correction because you've been exposed to good advice Mm. you need people in your life who are making sure you're implementing good advice that's why we can't just be your only source that's why you can't just depend on the fact that you're reading the books you're listening to the podcast you're a part of this sisterhood but do you have sisters yes you're a part of a wider global sisterhood we love that for you we love creating this space for you we love creating uh uh literally a community of women all over the world who are sharing similar values who are on a similar journey and who are willing to help each other and have that communal sense of mind Mm. but have you made that a thing in your real life have you actually allowed that to be manifest in your real life because we upload once a week and who's checking on you for the other six days seven days of the week who are you checking for in the other days Ooh, of the week? Questions. Who are you checking? Because sometimes we can even be in terms of like receiving sharpening. We can be very, very selfish and yeah. we just want that advice. We just want, who are you pouring into? Mm. It's iron that sharpens iron. Mm. There is a reciprocated process. Mm. Some of you guys are greedy. You're taking all the glowing and doing all the growing and you leaving <laughs> all the, everybody, you know, those plants Everything that will just come and yeah, weeds. weeds. That's what some of you guys are behaving like. You will come and take all the nutrients, mm. all the good things in the, in the um, flipping crop and you still come out as a weed. Useless. Oh, Useless. Because you haven't sad. shared with your, your fellow harvest. Yeah. Yeah. Useless. Because what do weeds do apart from look weedy? I hear it. Overconsumption. Can you imagine? I think that's such a perfect analogy. Yeah. Weeds will overconsume everything only yeah. to just come and do. Hey, I'm a weed. That's why you got to get plucked out fast. ASAP Rocky. Boom. Yeah. So stop being greedy when it comes to the Because you know those people that will constantly be asking for advice and constantly for feedback. And stop, and like, especially feedback. This is a whole different episode, y'all. <laughs> feedback on the same situation. Stop glamorizing the place of confusion. <laughs> Some of you think it's cute to constantly be confused. It's not, though. It's just You have been stuck on the same thing. For the last five years, you can't get past the same you're point. Still struggling. You're still struggling. And you the thing is, you're still struggling and you've asked everyone. And you're probably even getting the same advice now. Bruh. Everyone is telling you the same thing. Feel shame. You dumb bitch. You've been knocking at your uh, pastor's door for the past two years. Asking for the same prayers. Counseling. You've been the to same the same issues. Change. You just, literally, I was thinking this yesterday. A lot of people ask like, oh, but how did you get past that point of like being scared or getting past that point of just, you know, feeling like you just couldn't do it? Just change. I, don't, <laughs> I think there is, there is only, no, no, no. But biggest, for example, you, people will probably ask you, but how do you get so disciplined about fitness? How, you just wake up and do it. Like it's just, yes, it takes time and yes, you will fail. But if you stop doing, you can't progress. Yeah. You At some point, you just have to make a decision in your mind to change. You have to. 
And it's literally that quick. And the reason why I love that for myself is it's not to degrade anybody, but it means that any moment is a chance to transform. That's so beautiful. Literally any second of the day, you can choose to change. I'm going to change my perspective. I'm going to change my mood. I'm going to change the way I live. I'm going to change the way I act. Just because it was a momentary change doesn't mean it's going to be an eternal transformation. However, it is the beginning and everything needs a start point and you can choose any moment of any day to change okay sis embrace that embrace Mm. the fact that it just takes a decision but you need to make the decision okay stop standing in this liminal place forever it's not cute waiting for people to give you permission to change come on on, and also no one's gonna do the work for you babe this is the thing all that time that has passed it's your time that has been lost and that's the thing time will always pass oh regardless time don't care about you it doesn't care about your dilly dallying it doesn't care about your need for validation it will pass so think about the period of time you've been stuck on this thing yeah you could have changed any time and at any point over the past year two years you could have changed but that's okay baby because today is a new day come on and today's your opportunity to change. Yeah. And you know, I was listening to a sermon this day. Oh, guys, let me just share this with you because it blew my mind. Yeah. Like, the reason why time isn't waiting for you is because everything else is on assignment mm. but you. Mm. The sun has the time it needs to rise and it needs to set. Come it's on. not going to violate that for you. That's true. Wow. The moon has the time it needs to come up for the sake of gravitating the sea. It's not going to violate that for you. Time is not going to wait for you because everything else in the earth, everyone else in your life is on assignment. What are you doing? (laughs) No one's, no, 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 no. Let's be honest, okay? No one's gonna stop and say, let's just work on getting her up. Let's just work on getting her what she needs. That if you haven't done with it, what you need to do with it, everything else is not going to delay its assignment. That man is not going to delay his assignment or he should not delay his assignment for you to get your ish together all the time. It doesn't mean people shouldn't have patience with you. It means the five years is too long. The 10 years is too long, especially if it's something that can be changed in a moment. Mm. You're just not making the decision. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. And you're not following through with the action. Mm. You're not following through. Because you can say, oh, I choose not to be fearful. But you're actually not overcoming by doing. You got to do. Let's go. And it's going to be scary. It is. But the more you do it, the less scary it becomes. For sure. For sure. I don't even know how we got here. But sis, please, this week, just decide. Just change. Decide. 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 Respect yourself. Respect others. Come on. And keep it kosher. Okay, ladies and gentlemen, keep it kosher. Keep it kosher. Uh, keep it clean. Keep it halal. You know, keep it, <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. Keep it on the right side of the law. Um, keep it on the right side yeah. of the law. Um, but no, I love that. And yeah. I, I loved this like topic because mm. I think it's so important in building healthy happy whole relationships and that's what we want for the sisterhood that's what we want sister we hope that this has actually been a great episode for you let us know if you want us to talk more about it in the comments down below Mm. on youtube and also make sure that you have subscribed to our channel and turned on your notifications so that you never miss a video from us we upload every sunday here and on all podcast streaming platforms so definitely join the sister okay rate us four or five stars preferably five if you anything less than four you already know hello at two my sisters (laughs) send us a feedback email constructive criticism we're just talking about it there you go go. constructive respectful respectful okay i'll be uh, anyway (laughs) respect yourself you know okay um and of course you can follow us on instagram at to my sisterhood to keep up with the sisterhood a lot of you were sending answers to assist dilemma the other day yeah yeah that was was very fun so let us know if you want us to make that a regular thing but that will be over on our instagram at to my sisterhood so definitely follow us there and of course you can follow us individually the lovely lady in yellow on my right miss renee kapuku at renee kapuku okay that's the name that's the name that they'll be telling forever hallelujah and you can follow myself (laughs) as well at cd boating yes yes and don't forget we are in month three of our vision 22 challenge ladies ladies please please find a worthwhile woman's community foundation or charity to donate it can be your time it can be your resources it can be literally anything that you 
have or are willing to give yeah. the point of this month is to give and to invest and to sow into communities that we really care about mm. so please please get involved tag us with your chosen um, community organization or foundation over on the social medias and don't forget to follow us on tiktok and twitter at to my sisterhood where we're you know popping we're talking we're tweeting we're <laughs> doing up all those things with the birds um and don't forget to sign up to the mailing list the link will be below come on now weekly to my sister baby weekly to there my we sister. go boom bam boom bam sisters we hope you enjoyed that episode keep it kosher <laughs> cute <laughs> keep it cute keep it classy there we go and we will see you sooner than you know and of course in the meantime keep glowing and growing a lot can happen in three years like a chatbot maybe your new best friend but what won't change? Needing health insurance. United Healthcare Tri-Term Medical Plans, underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, offer flexible, budget-friendly coverage that lasts nearly three years in some states. Learn more at UH1.com.